two of the Bass Music Podcast. This is just a little intro track for you that I made. I'm about to drop an interview right after this. as much as I can even though the motivation has been very low recently but I've been powering through it uh, getting back into it recently uh, what about you I've, I've nice. been yeah I, I've been lucky to still have a job throughout all this so um, I've been I've been doing okay nice what have you been doing I uh, just Working at a old head shop I helped start up back in the day, my college oh, days. Cool. Uh, I was that's helping cool. them out a little bit. Working oh, yeah. out in nice. Ohio, back in the Ohio area for a little bit. Cool. Back in uh, back near Athens. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Very cool. The old stomping grounds. Very cool. Yes. Hell yeah. Have some good memories from over there. Oh, dude, yeah. It's a, it's an interesting spot. Yeah. It was really weird with COVID, though. Really weird. Oh, uh, yeah. Everything has been. <laughs> it was like a ghost town when I got there. It was like no students or anything. And it's just hell a bit. It's so sad, too. A lot, of the, a lot of the good restaurants and stuff shut down and are really struggling right now. Damn. But... Yeah, what can you do? I mean, they're starting to open back up slowly but surely again now. Yeah, I think things are going to start getting better. 
what is what's the hawaii uh status of their what are they like super strict or they super strict yeah, yeah it's super yeah. strict over here apparently like where i'm at on Kauai, they yeah. this this place has no covid cases at least that's what somebody told me damn um, so yeah, it's it's really crazy. I mean, did they no, like none test of the other the, islands? Did they like yeah, test you, you when test. you got off? The well, plane? you have to do your own test. Yeah, you have to you have to get tests before you even travel. You have to have a recent test within 72 hours anytime, even if you just want to switch islands. Well, I've had wow. four COVID tests like in the last two months. That's crazy. It's crazy, but it's. Uh, I mean, I guess that's how they keep the numbers down here. Hey man, I mean, you gotta, if, yeah, you still wanna make stuff happen, you gotta be safe about it. That's, man, dude, isn't it nerve wracking getting on a plane during all this, though? Uh, why? Not really, I don't think so. I mean, I don't know, I was, I was still, I, I took a, it was still kind of packed when I was on a flight, I don't know. I was, yeah, the I planes was, have been packed. That's true. It's kind of it's kind of impossible I mean, to like socially distance on a, on a plane. True. Yeah, uh, I mean that, and I mean, yeah, I, I don't know. It's it's weird. I mean, sharing sharing public spaces is weird. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I feel like we should definitely be talking about something else on this podcast. <laughs> oh <laughs> no. Oh, no, well. no, like a, I don't know, man. It's a bummer. I feel like I'm just excited. Things are about to open back up. Is what I'm excited. Oh, excited I know. For, I uh, know the, the the things are starting to pop up again. I'm. It's exciting me. I'm. I'm very. Dude, it's been way too long since I was at a proper show. It's just. Same. Yeah. And this summer, it seems like we're gonna get some some proper shows. Yeah. Even this, even this spring, some of the local stuff is starting to open up again. Yeah, exactly. Um, so, yeah, it's gonna be good. I'm ready for some just good small shows. Like, I, I don't, I don't need massive and like huge, gigantic, multi-million-dollar production every time. It's just some good subs. Yeah, a good sound system and a good DJ is all, you know, I don't really that, care about. See that, like, you know. I don't know though, it's about to get a lot more challenging than it already was to find venues. There's a lot of, so many things shut down. That's true, but I mean, at the same time, I think it's an opportunity for new venues and other opportunities to pop up. Like, for example, even during COVID, people were throwing shows at abandoned movie theaters, drive-in movie theaters that haven't been used to full capacity for years. And they are selling those bitches out left and right. Like Mark Rubier, he came on a tour to Indianapolis. I got to see him um, a couple months after COVID started. Yeah. Um, That was like the first tour, first tour anyone did of uh, America during COVID, I think was that guy, to my knowledge. And he destroyed it. I think he sold out pretty much all the all the stops he went on. What? Yeah, it I was mean... awesome. And yeah, it was all socially distanced. You had to stay in your car or else, you know, wear a mask if you went out to, you know, the, the public areas, get right. snacks or whatever. Right. right. Yeah. Right. Oh, Pretty that's cool. good, man. I'm, I'm yeah. glad to hear it. 
I tried a, yeah. a drive-in, but I didn't get there early enough, and the sound quality was, uh, it was, uh, not, not there. It was, uh, it, it was just not right. Well, I saw, I went to uh, Chicago for Ganja White Night, uh, and oh. it was definitely proper. That Hell was a proper yeah. drive-in show. The other one was just you, you use your radio, you tune in on the radio, but this other one, you didn't need to tune into shit. It was, <laughs> it was plenty loud. Yes. <laughs> and we were in the front few rows. Yes. It was awesome. See, like, yes. if they have speakers throughout the crowd, that's the thing. That, that too, that, the relay that's speakers. The, yeah. yeah, that's the challenge with the drive-ins is it just the amount of space is vast because you don't think about it at a concert when you've got a thousand people just human beings packed into like a much 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 smaller space that the speakers mm -hmm. have to actually carry the sound but man yeah, i don't exactly. know it, it's, <laughs> so the speakers gotta work so much harder at these drive-ins and i mean that's the thing too what like when the drive-in is already like kind of a lower budget type thing they're not gonna go out all outrageously crazy on the speakers but if i don't know if it sounds like they could do it at a uh, ganja white night did yeah you, uh, i mean ganja white night how, did not spare any expense i don't think well, it was a low budget thing back, at all there how far we back were, were you Mm. Yeah, uh, we were definitely in the first wave. I think that the speaker, I don't even think we had relay speakers going to us, but they definitely had them because, I mean, that, that parking lot was expansive. Oh, it was, yeah. I think it went back probably, I don't know, 50 rows or something, maybe even 100 rows. And we were in the first five or 10 yeah. or something like that. And so we got to definitely hear, we got to hear the original, the OG speakers. Uh, the mains, uh, but I mean the bass was so loud. I bet that the people at the back could probably hear the rumbling from the front. What kind of uh, speakers? I don't know. They just had line arrays, and they had. I mean, it was a full nice. festival rig. I mean, it, it was no joke. It was on Halloween, the day after Halloween. There was a full moon. Uh, oh, the moon was just big damn. and bright, not a cloud in the sky. You could see damn. it was just above them the whole time, just like hanging there. And it was it was incredible. It was the it was a blue blood moon or something like that, and uh, it was it was a crazy night. Definitely one of the best memories I have from the year last year. See how much I because I, I think this is why there's such a, a a hard why people are having such a hard time finding inspiration right now. Because I don't know. I think you get so much more uh power and inspiration from a live show with proper sound that it, when you can't get it in a live stream setting i'm sorry but it just that's oh, true i i, yeah. I have to agree <laughs> I, I, there's there's nothing like the, the real thing and the digital live streams are cool for just a way it's like a quick fix for yes. to get your show fix on but it's like it's not the real thing yes it's a, uh, such a tease it's a tease really is i i mean <laughs> i've i've done a couple streams i've enjoyed the few streams that i've done but i yeah, really haven't I, had any desire I, to I do anymore too. i did like, too was... I, a couple is enough for me just because like i i don't know it just makes me wish that i could do it really even yeah, more like, do the yeah, real thing even exactly. more so it's, it is like a tease like you just said it's it's a tease it's like <laughs> oh i have a hundred people watching me right now but 
uh, I wish that they were in front of me and I could see yeah, them. Yeah, I can't see yeah. anybody. Yeah, I have no I idea what they I wish I could see their yeah. heads banging in yeah. unison. Like, uh. Yeah, it's the thing, it's the energy because as a DJ, yeah. we, we feed off the energy in the room and if that if the energy is live, then that just drives us to... To, to bring the oh, energy even even more well, and, you know, that it, much it better. It changes what you're going to do. It is more mm-hmm. of an interactive show when you're able to feed off the crowd and vice versa. The crowd feeds off you when you throw the crowd off. Yeah, and, and when, when you, it's a different kind of a performance. I mean, they, you, I guess someone could argue that you could still have the people in the chat room, but like when you're performing, you can't look down and be reading and commenting back in the chats. That's not yeah. like a really good way to do it. So you're pretty much up there with your own energy. So it's, it's a very different kind of like uh, experience, uh, different kind of output versus it's like a you know if you play live in a live setting it's like a recycled energy whereas if you're doing a live stream it's all it's just a broadcast like a you know it's all coming from you all the energy is just you know right you can't you can't build off of what's already there in the in the room you have to provide all of that and be the, yes. you know it's like starting a fire start you have to start the fire with just you a have match to be a one of, man band entertainment yeah. company everything yeah, you got to bring the whole package, you know, everything, yeah. it's, it's, instead of, if you just come to a show and play a set, there's already, the fire's already lit, you're just, you know, dousing, you're just adding you're, fuel to the flames. You're more of a piece of a puzzle, yeah. Yeah, and it's, it, it's easier to like fit more in, of it's a easier team. to, it's way more of a team. Yeah. It's just, it's interesting. It's kind of like everyone's out here on our own individual lifeboats, like sending SOS like signals yeah. as in the form of Twitch streams. We're like, oh, I'm yes. still alive over here. It's okay. We're going to be all right someday. And then, you know, a couple weeks later, you know, somebody else does a, a stream. And yeah, it's, it's also uh, hard when it's your, cool. when it's your friends too, but you're like, I've watched your stream 50 times now and it's, I love you, but I'm, it's weird, man. You get burnt out on stuff. It's yeah, well, there's that, and not only that, but you have the, the friends that sometimes, I mean, shit, I'm guilty of this too. Sometimes the audio of stuff, the audio quality, or like sometimes oh, the latency yeah. or whatever, the buffering. Oh my God. I mean, I, I swear, I sometimes have... I, I try to tune into somebody's show, or someone tries to tune into my show, and it's just like loading, loading, and then it plays for like 10 seconds, and then loading. I'm like, oh See, man, I can't even watch this. And it's funny, it's early, like early quarantine, I would get pissed off about that. But then after looking into doing it myself, holy like, shit. Like, damn, I can't believe at any, I can't believe they were that good. The first yes. streams I was watching, I can't believe yeah. that those were that For good. For real. For real, dude. Yeah. Like, that shit is a whole nother world of fuckery. You know what's crazy? Even TV stations were, like, having trouble with it because they weren't allowed to go into the state. Like, even the news anchors were, like like clueless they had to have like it people help them like and everything which makes sense i mean who who out there really just knows how to set all that shit up and just start broadcasting and reporting you have to have like knowledge and experience doing this shit so i mean if you think about it we all leveled up our av skills in the last year whether we wanted to or not we all did even the kindergartners did everybody had to Dude, Our yes. grandpas and kindergartners. They have no age range excluded. That's, Everybody had to. That's the scary thing, though, man. There's like, <laughs> there's kids just dropping off the map that don't have inter- internet access right now. That schools just like are losing kids left and right. What can they do though? I mean, if the internet's out, if if you know, right. if their parents don't pay the bill. What can they? How? I mean. 
It's just, just ridiculous. Yeah, dude, they just disappear. It's crazy. Yeah, they just slip through the cracks. I mean, hopefully when everything's come back full swing, I mean, you know, with with the school systems, hopefully they get, you know, taken back then. But I mean, yeah, what happens if they're just out of the system forever? They're just like, I don't know. That's, that would be crazy. Yeah, They'd be left I'm, behind I'm, by the whole society. Yeah. So what, do you have any, uh, any shows lined up? Are you playing anything or going to anything? Yeah, I actually, I do. I've got one, I've got two, uh, two big things when I come back. Um, the first one is I am going to be DJing March Madness on the 20th what? in Indianapolis. Yes. Oh, shit. You heard right. Uh-huh. Bro, get yeah. this. So, I, I once interviewed with the Washington Wizards. <laughs> Were you going to be the mascot? I mean, no, the DJ. No, I was going to DJ, bro. I was going to DJ. <laughs> That's what uh, I meant. I was, <laughs> I was like, just joshing. Like, they were trying to recruit me. I was still in school, though. I was like a good student. Dude, that would have been fire. The perks on that job. I wasn't man, thinking, you just, man. You, you I, could I go went. up to any girl and be like, yeah, I'm the, I'm the DJ for the, the Washington Wizards. You know, that's that's pretty good on the resume. I didn't want to get bought <laughs> out. I didn't want to go. Well, how, much were they, how much do they pay? I don't know. It might have been just an internship for all I know. So nothing <laughs> free, free ninety nine. Yeah, I, uh, I don't know. I forget why I backed out of that. Yeah, that Dude, sounds like some shit they, so they would do. Probably. How, how in the world did you get a gig DJing March Madness? So uh, there's this guy. His name is Sleepy. Um, he's a well-known drummer in the Indianapolis scene. Um, his name is Richard Richard Sleepy Floyd. Uh, okay. He's part of several bands. Um, one of them is Michael Menard and the Pretty Fantastics. Oh um, shit! Okay. So I've opened up for Michael Menard twice. Yeah. yeah uh, he lives in Indianapolis, even though Michael Menard was living in Colorado, and now I think he lives in California. Oh um, shit! But they get together. They were getting together for tours and stuff, and I got to right, open up right. for them twice at the Mousetrap. Um, and Sleepy at one point uh, was like, "Yo, uh, you know that was cool. Like, uh, if you want me to drum with you sometime, just like let me know. I'd, I'd be down to hop on a set." And I was like, "Oh no shit!" Like, uh, and then like June later that year, uh, we did that. So uh, my first uh, show headlining damn. the Mousetrap, I uh, I I had uh, Sleepy. I called it the Sleepy Turtle set. <laughs> Frozen Turtle and Sleepy. Uh, he's also, if, if you ever heard of uh, Cosby Sweater or Turbo Suit, he was the drummer, yes. uh, the original drummer of, of Cosby Sweater uh, wow. before he got into some other stuff. Yeah. Uh, he's been in a bunch of bands. He's, he's really good. Uh, so anyway, he is uh, somehow uh, uh, was a connect to, you know, the people that were uh, in charge of the music stuff there. So... Um, yeah. I don't know if I was supposed to give away the plug there or anything like that, but I'm pretty sure he wouldn't care. Um, uh, anyway, he uh, he's world. awesome, and uh, he's actually going to be playing drums with me on the set. So oh, I was going to yeah. bring his name up anyway. So so me and him are going going ham on uh, on the 20th. So that'll be fun. I've never DJed any sports uh, stuff. I'm not really into like I'm not like a sports guy. I don't really know too much about sports ball. Yeah, but, uh, <laughs> I've been into music my whole life, so there's really been no time for me to dive into the whole sports realm. Well, but this so is kind of a cool is, crossover. What is the gig exactly? Are you playing like a halftime set or like throughout to be the determined. game? 
I, I don't really know yet. I, like, to be determined. I don't have I, any details. I'll have to get back with you yeah, on that, actually. No. Okay, okay, okay. Because there's, like, um, so... There's so many things it could be. There's so many, like... Yeah. Maybe, maybe it's, like, an after part. What if you're playing, like, the it after party? It might be an after party. party. It could be. I don't know. I'm just going to assume... Championship. <laughs> uh, it's going to be at LeBron's house. Yes! <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, that's. I'm pretty sure that's what's happening, but uh, anyway. <laughs> no, I was going to say, um, it, even if it is, if it's on the court, that'd be awesome. If it's not, I mean, I'm going to play, I'm going to play like I'm playing on the fucking court no matter what. I mean, Hell I'm going to throw yeah, down like, like I'm there anyway. What exactly. Kind of, what kind of set are you going to play? Um, I'm gonna just keep the energy up because, uh, you know, sports people like to, uh, you know, it's all about keeping the, the, the hype going and stuff. So I'm gonna be so playing gonna bangers. Some more, lots yeah, of, uh, like covers and stuff. No, no, I wouldn't say covers, just, just bangers in general. I'm gonna do, do my oh. style because, uh, okay. you know, that's, that's what I got booked for. So I'm gonna, um, yeah. I'm gonna do some future bass, some house, uh, some funky jams, maybe a little glitch hop, like fast, you know, like some Grizz probably in there, like some, oh, some yeah, good, like... definitely gotta sneak some Grizz in there. Some manic focus, that kind of shit. Keep the yeah. hype up, uh, but nothing nothing too crazy. I don't think I want to, you know, go wub-a-dub-dub -dub on the, the poor, unsuspecting basketball uh, fans. I don't right, think they would yeah, understand. exactly. You gotta keep it, uh, keep it 100. Yeah, so I think it, for that reason, I think the future based stuff, and I think lots of like oh, remixes. Yeah, exactly. I can do I can do like wubbed out remixes of like See rap that? songs and stuff. Yes. As long as they can like dance to it, as long as it's familiar and not just like weird noises, I think yes. they could probably handle it. But that's what I, I played. Uh, yeah, like in Athens, that's the type of shit I play in Athens, the college. Nice. College I don't know what scene. the uh, the crossover is. What do you think the crossover is between basketball fans and electronic music fans? Uh, I think they just like a little bit more futuristic shit. I mean, they're always on the hip hop like. And that's true. Huh. They, they appreciate. Yeah, that's a good point. They appreciate good music. Like I don't. I think it's pretty that's true. Simple, honestly, they just have. Yeah, I fucking, think you're right, man. They just have good taste. Yeah, because like the sneakers, that'll tell you. Like you know, shoes tell you a lot about a person, uh, and basketball people are always sneakerheads. Yes. So like that that'll tell you people that'll that'll just show you that somebody appreciates what they have or like you know good pair of sneakers oh, and will take dude. care of you yes. know whatever it is I, they have. I just got a it's new good. pair of sneakers upgraded from my old nice. Like, What'd you get? Salvation, dude! I got the be like some of the best trail running shoes you can get for a hundred dollars. Oh um, shit! Yeah, nice. What are they got, called? Got them on uh, DSW online. I don't even know what they're nice. called. Columbia brand, but. They match my cool. pizza delivery outfit. <laughs> nice, nice, nice. Grinding, baby. How, what are you even doing nice. in, in Hawaii, by the way? Um, I have been making beats. Um, I've been playing shows. Um, I got to DJ a uh, volleyball uh, tournament finals on a Saturday afternoon on oh. Waikiki Beach, which is like the biggest, that, most popular beach in all of Hawaii. You're fucking killing it, bro. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, Damn. man. That's it was like, pretty much the best day of my life. It was awesome. Sounds like a dream set. Yeah. It was dope. It was dope. It started <laughs> off me just asking if anybody uh, had some speakers I could borrow before I, I actually went and bought like a dope-ass 
big, you know, speakers so I could do Renegades wherever I wanted to. Yeah. Um, but before I had those, the first weekend I was there, I was like, does anyone have something I can just plug into at some point? And uh, then the guy that, end, that ended up having the speakers was the same guy that ended up hosting the whole volleyball uh, tournament. And oh, so he, he was like, bro, what are you doing this Saturday at like 2 p.m.? Like, yes. you should come spin for the finals. And yes. I was like, oh shit, okay, I just got myself yeah. booked. All right, fuck yeah. <laughs> That's how it works. So, That's why I yeah, love Renegade shit. I was not even ready for it. Like I, I knew that it was gonna. I knew there were gonna be people there because there's always people hanging out doing the volleyball stuff. But like when I got there, he's he just goes, "Hey, Frozen Turtle, you're late." Uh, and he's like, "Everybody's the the party's here now." And everybody's like, "Oh, it's the DJ." And then like people were just buzzing. And then like five minutes like later, ten minutes later, while I was still setting up, I'd see people look over. Be like, oh, that's the DJ over there. I'm like, oh shit, I got expectations. <laughs> and uh, so it ended up being like a couple hundred people that I ended up DJing for because there was a bunch of people on the sidelines just hanging out in their own little groups, uh, socially yeah. distanced, you know, groups of 10 here and there. And then yeah. there was probably, I mean, there was four lanes of volleyball open, uh, four courts, I mean. And uh, I mean, there was people on both sides. It was actually, I was like, uh, I wasn't even ready for all that. Uh, it, it, it was fun though. It was really fucking fun. Good man. Yeah, I got to play some funky shit. I really like playing, oh, uh, yeah. you know, flamingosis and yes, uh, like, exactly. uh, like bonus God. points and like uh, okay. the funky okay. shit. Um, Check who's out the other one? Um, oh, uh, OPO is really good on the beach oh, too. Yes, of course. Um, shit like that, closey. You know, anything that's like good, good vibey shit, but has like a good. Good bump and beat too, because it's you know it's a volleyball right. tournament, so you got to keep the. I guess I have done some sport. I get I, I did DJ something sporty uh, with the volleyball. So yeah. I guess the basketball is my second time. Yeah, I forgot. Yeah, yeah I can hey, add that to my resume. <laughs> competition is fun. It's fun to watch, and it's just a fun. It's a fun crowd to DJ with. I used to DJ for hockey too a lot. Really? And, nice. Oh, That's dude, good. they love the aggressive shit. That's why I love to DJ it, cause I can just oh, shit. throw down some <laughs> nice. like grimy dubstep, and they're loving it. Yes. That's dope. That's fucking dope. Man, I, I want to get into some hockey DJing. That sounds fun, cause Frozen oh, Turtle, dude, the ice, there's DJ, ice everywhere. Hockey DJing <laughs> is great. I I think you honestly hear more electronic stuff in in the hockey rings than any other sport. Really now? Okay, I need to I, go talk I, to some hockey promoters. Bro, I heard him. The mother, the dude was playing Justice the other night when I was really? watching the Penguins game. I was like, bro, <laughs> I hear Justice dude, that's right now. Awesome. Yes. Well, that guy has good taste then. Yes. I love Justice. I know. Yeah. Well, okay. So speaking of of music and stuff, so I did want to let you know about. I don't know if you've seen. Um, online or anything but i started a new record label called ice cold records what? and i've been putting out music um i'm yes. putting out my third release on it uh tomorrow actually on friday what kind what kind of release what kind of uh, so project? tomorrow's is a uh, future based track but i've done a uh like a like a house track and then i've done a um like a dubstep uh like a rock dubstep kind of song my friend rocksteady Oh, uh, I know Panda. Rock. I've played. Yeah, I don't know if I've played with them, but you, I know. You, I know you Jake. might have. Did you play? I did know you play Jake very um, well. Did you play at the uh, Mad Frog with him? Uh, 
I feel like I did. I played no, I played the mock B in Cincy. I don't know if I ever played Mad Prog. Okay, he because he played a show over there uh, back before. Uh, let's see, sometime last year. So it would have been oh, yeah, somewhere in Ohio. I haven't been there for a couple years. Oh, okay. Okay. Anyway, um, anyway. So so I've put out three releases so far, and basically, Ice Cold Records is just anything that I think is cool. Um, you know, Frozen Turtle, Ice Cold Records. You know, keeping no, on brand. I'm I'm very curious because I I think the like independent record label is it, it i'm just very intrigued by it because it's so hard to get visibility to your tracks these days yeah it's like it's it's, it's tough to get it, get shit noticed by labels anymore too because there's so much good content being made that you got to compete with exactly i mean that's kind of why if you can't beat them join them if you can't if you can't like get signed, just sign yourself. Like right. so many other right. yeah. you know, self-signed artists uh, have said in the past. I mean, it's just you just gotta. There, no one is is gonna you know come out and you know give you a handout and uh, you know. So I'm it's, curious. It's just, you gotta build it for yourself. I'm curious as to your thought process uh, as far as the like the the whole starting of a label to release your stuff through instead of just uh dropping them on your soundcloud with uh all your to links to get your emails from people and whatever like what is the extra benefit you're getting from having uh your own label in addition to your own your own alias i should i guess well, it's not really about my tracks. I mean, I can drop frozen. I can drop frozen turtle tracks on so Ice are, Cold Records. So you are dropping about other people's people. tracks on Ice Cold. Yeah, actually, I would say that's pretty much the only reason that I started it is because okay. I want to be able to help. I want to be able to put my homies on. I I already oh, like yeah. you said. I mean, I already I already have like a you know I already have my own SoundCloud page. I've already been releasing music by myself right, right, with no yeah. label. Um, but I mean, it's basically what i was already doing is kind of acting as a label i'm just putting a name a label on what i was doing releasing music so i basically yeah. fulfilled uh fulfilled manifested a destiny that was already happening in yeah. a way it's something i i meant to start a record label like five years ago i just forgot to right got busy yeah. or whatever focusing yeah, on other things put it on the but back like, burner I, was, I still did all the same stuff though i mean so i mean for the last five years i've still been releasing music and still been distributing and promoting and doing all this other stuff but I just decided to package all that into a new thing. Uh, I like the name Ice Cold too, even though uh, you know it, it might have been used before. But it's it's my own thing. Plus, I mean, hey, yeah. everything's a remix. Exactly. Um, nothing, plus, uh, nothing is original. It's twenty twenty. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. To quote um, the guy who wrote Fight Club, there's nothing that uh, that. Me and my friends from Washington can come up with that you know someone else hasn't come up with before already. Yep. But then, but then the irony of that quote is that guy went and wrote Fight Club, which is like one of my favorite <laughs> stories ever. So it's very true. <laughs> Dichotomy. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, Dude, man, um, I would love to. Uh, what was that? Well, for one, yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead. Um, anyway, I was I was gonna say I would love to uh, to check out some of your demos and stuff if you're interested in putting out a track on the uh, on the label. Basically, it's it's meant for 
Yes. Basically, you were saying there's a, there's a problem with, you know, it's so hard to push things and get numbers and stuff. Uh, it's hard for people, I think it's hard for people to market to their own people because their own people have seen their stuff before. Kind of like you said earlier, right. the homie has live streamed 50 <laughs> times. You know, I can't, I can't see the homie live stream for the 51st time. I just have other things I need to do. You know, the other people, they can only, your fan base can only care so much. So it's good yes. to expose your fans to other fan bases, I think. Yes. So cross promotion is the name of the game here. And oh, kind of dude, what we're doing with this podcast here too. That's exactly like, why I do the podcast because exactly. not only does it, it broaden both of our knowledge bases and, and perspectives as artists, but who knows it might open up something for somebody listening that hears it the five yes. people that might hear it you never know it might steer them in a direction of thinking they never thought about i don't know yeah whether it's five people or 50 people or 500 people, people i mean people if, are even if we curious if, if, yeah and and uh, i think that you're right like podcasts definitely have a way of of influencing like i Realize I noticed myself following advice that I didn't even realize I had started following, but it ended up being really good advice because I took it from um, one of my personal heroes, Anthony Thogmartin, the oh, leader yeah. of uh, Papadozio. That oh, dude yeah. does podcasts all the time. He he's dude, his, uh, always said that he his he loves the long form. His yeah, the seat to stage, stage stuff is, is blown up, man. I, yeah, so that's not only that, but his podcast, he'll just get on random podcasts with people and just talk, like, just really, basically just open up free form, just let his mouth go. And yeah. uh, it's always really intelligent shit, and it always makes me think about shit. And he's, that's, I think that's the best way to get the newest cutting-age stuff is by listening to podcasts of our favorite people, right. because I think it's the fastest way of disseminating information out into the world, the freshest as possible. Because if you think about it, a song... If you put out, a, if you make a new song that's gonna, you know, change people's minds and you know everything like that, it's gonna take you months to finish finish the song and get it released and you know properly mastered and distributed and everything. So, and sometimes right. in the corporate music world, a year you could be make you could make a song and then a year oh. later it finally comes out. God, so like yeah, that's, that's kind of not the best way to like. That's like, why I know I would never even do well signed to a label. God damn! I I write <laughs> yeah, a song. It's, so it's on SoundCloud the second it finishes mastering, dude. Like, <laughs> but yeah, like that, I, mean, I don't do that with everything. But I just love having that ability, you know. And you would never yeah. get that ability with a record label. With a label, yeah, that's true. But I think, yeah, I mean, there's there's also two different um, there's two different sides to everything these days too i think there's something to be said for the quickness and the ability i mean because like it's what's the point of making your listeners wait for a year if they could uh if they could just click you know the soundcloud link right now you know the, the night that you made it i think that's that's cool and that's something that you can offer that big labels can't offer so in a way you actually have a leg up on them for freshness and i think that's why soundcloud is the cool underground community it is is because that's where people go where there's when there's no labels and i think that i don't know unfortunately the soundcloud model doesn't seem to be going so well anymore but the audius model you know about audius right uh, yeah how is audius doing what's have you been using i think that? audius is doing good yeah i like audius i've been using it um i need to use it more and stuff but there's definitely like too. it's I so heard, cool there's well, no the, ads it's completely free the thing I mean, that grabs my attention is that apparently the sound quality is better on audio it's amazing yeah it's at least 320 yeah they and i think maybe even lossless i don't know don't quote me on all that but it sounds really good and it's 
good buffer and they have good servers. Can you download? It's like a. Can you download? It sounds too good to be true, actually. Can you? You download? can't download stuff. From, I don't think. Maybe you can. I don't know. Mm. I don't think that you can though. Um, See, I don't think I've seen that option. My pirating abilities would be. Uh, they would be challenged. Might have to. <laughs> that's my next project: how to hack Audius. Oh god. <laughs> or you could just just message him and just message the artist and ask him for the waves. This Usually is people true. are really friendly. This is true. I'm sure the Audius community is now like a whole. I don't know. Yeah, you you don't get shit for response from people on SoundCloud, man. Sometimes. I mean, yeah, not not really, but it has happened. I've gotten. One time, I think, out yeah, of the 10 or 20 times. That's what I mean. It's like one out of <laughs> yeah. 10, you might get a response. Uh, well, okay. Well, there, if you're if you're really trying to rip uh, audio from anywhere, I mean, you can always just use Soundflower on a Mac or a virtual MIDI uh, or a virtual audio cable, I mean, um, uh, to yeah. route audio. Or there's several other plugins. I think there's even stuff for Ableton that'll... Someone built like a little patch that'll record anything from any audio card. So you could be playing something on, you know, a big streaming service. Of course, they're not gonna like that and you'll get sued instantly if you use it for anything. But, well, yes. Uh, oh, yes. <laughs> but you just gotta be careful with that YouTube, shit. But, YouTube has been cracking down hard on oh, that yeah. shit, bro. It is yeah, YouTube like, doesn't like, uh, Facebook too, if you try to post anything. wall. Well, but the thing about that's cool about YouTube is that they don't ever take your shit down. They just won't let you monetize it. Yeah, I yeah, I know. It's but true. I mean, it's not like you were able to monetize your shit anyway, because you have to have a thousand subscribers and a hundred hours watched, or ten thousand hours, I mean. Yeah. Uh, or a thousand hours watched. I forget what the criteria, the current criteria, but you have to have like a big ass oh, fucking yeah. following. I don't even have anywhere near that. I have. I just wish it was like uh, I wish it was like Mixcloud where you can just tag the name and the artist and it's that simple but copyright be copyright oh okay yeah but I mean with with YouTube you gotta think it does it for you you don't even have to do any of that work it'll automatically tag it and it'll even add the music it'll even add at the bottom it'll say this contains this music in it, so people know. Click on that from there. Uh, I think it's pretty cool, actually, the way YouTube does it. But I'm not really upset that they. I mean, they're they're making the the royalties go to the people they meant they're meant to go to. I mean, if I use someone's right, right. song and my DJ makes Mr. Carmack's song, for example, Mr. Carmack should definitely get that. Uh, oh I, yeah. I mean, I didn't I didn't make that Mr. Carmack song. I shouldn't be getting that money. Not that I would be getting any money anyway, you know. So it's kind of like a moot point. For people of our size, at least, unless we have a huge YouTube following. Right, right. But one day, one day, maybe we'll have. I think, I think uh, that's kind of the next good way to. Uh, I think that's the next place to go with the, uh, with like social media and everything. Um, is the YouTube because the reach I think is better, and all of your followers get notified anytime that you. Anytime you release a video, so I think right, I mean, right. especially now that Facebook is is you know limiting our posts so much from our artist accounts, it's just it's like a wasteland out there right now, digital fucking wasteland, I'll tell you. Yep. <laughs> but it's okay. I mean, 
when when one thing dies, another thing is birthed. Yeah. I think that no matter what, no one can ever kill the uh, underground electronic music. Oh yeah, um, dude, kind of, you know, thing that started years yeah. ago. That's, this this can never die. Maybe SoundCloud will die. Maybe you know some venues will die. But I mean, no one can ever stop what's happening. Yep, people are still gonna listen to loud music in fields. Fuck yeah, or at least bump it in their cars, you know. Right. <laughs> Everyone's, we'll, we'll make loud wubwubs uh, happen. Dude, they can the try to shut us down. I, I think the thing I miss <laughs> the most is just bumping into random ass people at festivals and meeting them. Like, people from across, yeah. across the country. Across you know what's the cool world. though? I was I was in a botanical garden walking to the waterfall and um, on Oahu, the uh, the first island I was at here yeah. in Hawaii. And I spot a dude down the path uh, that's walking the other way, leaving, um, and uh, he's wearing a Wakan jersey. <laughs> and I walk up to him and his girlfriend. I'm like, "Yo, is that?" I was like, "Nice jersey. Were you were you there at the festival?" Wakan fest and he was like oh, fuck yeah you know me and my girlfriend were both there and like it was yeah. fucking awesome it was some kid he was like 19 or something probably but i was like oh my god yes wasn't that the fucking best shit so we got to have a little moment right there on the top of the top of the mountain at this botanical garden random ass middle of nowhere place oh in a completely different side of the world but i still got to have one of those cool experiences Yep. Music does yep. truly brings people together. Small freaking world. That's how, that's. It's awesome. a small world, <laughs> for sure. Well, anyway, speaking of small world, man, I think I think that me and you should get together for a show or something at some point. We need to make some live music happen whenever yes, things are yeah. open up a little bit. You should come to Indianapolis, or uh, I should come I'd over love, to Ohio, I'd love or to both. Come to Indy. Hell yeah. I, I really, well, yeah. I've never been to the mousetrap, so we need to... Are you serious? I'm Dude, okay, serious. so that was the, I was going to say, that was my other thing, my other announcement is, uh, and I haven't announced either of these shows yet, I'm about to announce <laughs> both of them soon, but uh, you can drop this podcast whenever. Uh, okay, okay. Um, okay. If people listen to this, they'll they'll have the early scoop on it. Yes. Um, yes. On April 1st, uh, April Fool's Day, I am headlining the mousetrap. I'm doing Altered Thursdays, Frozen oh, Turtle and Friends. Oh, shit. Let's go. So, and then me and my friend uh, Rocksteady, actually, he's DJ. He's opening up for me. So, oh nice. Uh, you should definitely, if you can, if you can swing it, if you're not working, you should oh. totally come over to the Mousetrap that day. Dude, yes, I'm there. Hell yeah! There. All right, awesome, awesome. Well, now that I've done some some self promo and talked about my record label and we've got some chit chat, I think yes. let's see what's the time at. We did uh, pretty good right, on time. We did. We're right at like half an hour. We're just over half an hour. Perfect. Man, it's been good catching up with you. Uh, hey, for, yes. for the listeners that didn't listen to the last one, this is uh, this is kind of like the redo of... Uh, we, we had a podcast, let's see, three year, two or three years ago we yep. recorded, but then something happened. They all got deleted or something. So this is, this is the redo. Exactly. Back up and running. Round, what, what do you call the new podcast? Do you two. have a new name for it? Bass Music Podcast. Hell yeah. Like, what was it, the old it, one called? It, it hadn't was called, been taken. Um, the Collective what was Vision, the last one? Collective Vision yeah. Podcast. Yeah, the Collective Vision Podcast. I like that name too. But I like, I like I the do, new one too. I do too. I think it was a little bit too uh, heady. Like, 
I don't know. I just like the bait. When I was doing some searching and like nobody had ever really done the bass music podcast, I was like, shit. I think I want to use that name because it's like no one's ever used the bass music podcast. There, I that's think, surprising. I, that's what I said. There was like one SoundCloud account that had uh, like five uploads, but uh, I figured maybe I can stick with it more than that because bass music needs a fucking podcast. I think that you're right, man. This is a good. This is a good like. Like you said, that's man. A good opportunity it's, right it's there. Not it's not dying anytime soon yeah it's just gonna go up from here it's gonna change but you know i'm here for it. i'm here for the ride that's the thing it's like a at a rebirth period right now i don't know what what's exactly. about to happen renaissance yeah rebirth but, i like the sound of that all right man well i'll let you go enjoy the right sunset for me Will do, man. It's been good talking to you. It's been it's been great catching up, and uh, yeah, man. I hope uh, I hope we get to play a show together. Yeah, sooner than later. Hell yeah, man. All right, I'll see you in April, hopefully. <laughs> Absolutely, mahalo. All right, peace out, brother. Peace. All right, that wraps up the interview portion. Now the fun part. This is a mix from Frozen Turtle. It's called the 111111 mix. Uh, you can find it on his SoundCloud. Enjoy. Bass Music Podcast, Episode 2. Episode 3 coming out next week with Galavant. Frozen Turtle.
life without it would go from the concrete who knew that a flower would grow looking down from the top and it's crowded below my 15 minutes started an hour ago truth over fame you know i respect the blatant shit when i hear him talking i just don't know what to make of it hate is so familiar to me i'm slowly embracing it doesn't come natural bear with me it could take a bit yeah and my dreams are who i'm racing with but you can see i'm pacing it so that i'm always chasing it wayne put me right here that's who i get the paper with i hope that my success never alters our relationship yeah this life is something i would die for october zone when it's looking like july 4. i just wish they let you try it first
when I get home Said I must be getting older Just a little bit older So tell me what you want from me Said it won't take long Making moves till I get free Across lines we've drawn Yeah, and I've been moving up
My alarm starts ringing. Try and listen today, and wake up. Start living. No pushing away. Don't know what to say to wake up from the rules, but I'll take control over what I will choose to live by. Strong intention, I'll try. To host my intervention, choose to live by strong intention. I'll try and try again, try again, try again.
Yo, one, two, check it. All day slay, write rhymes at nighttime. Puff a J with an open mind, let my light shine. As a slumber eclipse with the skyline, pause and reflect, check cause and effect. Pure energy and symmetry within. Eyes closed, breathe the beginning and the end. Straight from the drags, I ascend it with the pen. Never looking down on the enemy or friend. Have next jam with the venom and the remedy. Too many ends to amend the obscenity. Pass on y'all that was enemy. In my zone, get your mind blown to Kennedy. Going all out from dust to dawn. Spread across the universe to show you what I'm on. Cruise above the clouds in attack mode. Space time ship framed in the black hole. All cosmos killer. Holes might bone. Grip switch villain is willing to spike stone. Bones of the underground crush with my force. Giving love and respect to the divine source. On in the blink by eye beyond thought. Put your armor on, commence the onslaught. Hit mounts of the moon, zoom through the next gate. Assassinate the final boss, make my escape.
It's cold. Real cold. That's all. Catch you next time. Thanks for listening. Peace. Peace. Peace.